Inspiration now in session. Inspire God's people. You are going to get stop saying what you gonna do till you do what you said. When you opened that Bible, you knew what you read. You felt it deep in your soul. The promise will not expire. Be inspired. Stop saying what you gonna do till you do what you said. When you opened that Bible, you knew what you read. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will, and I would like to welcome you to Inspire Guys People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. How y'all feeling out there, man? Is life going good for you? It's going good for me. Still adapting and adjusting to the new studio space, still making some tweaks and things like that, but I'm feeling good nonetheless, man. I told y'all last week, I've been living a lot of life over the last, you know, three to five weeks, whatever it is. It's actually been a few months, but I took a break from the podcast for like three or four weeks. Um, For those of you who really rock with the show um, and y'all listen every week, you know, you notice like, yo, what's up? But um, one of the cool things I got to do um, over the course of the last month or so that I've been away from the show is, um, you know, my homeboy, my brother, my best friend, um, Kelly Williams, you know what I'm saying? My boy Kel was in town and we hadn't really seen each other in almost five years. And it was funny. The last time I saw Kel, um, we had just moved into a new house and it was like, we were just, it was funny. Like we were in like a transition period. And uh, it was cool with him that back then to kind of like share some of the, you know, things that we had going on. We hadn't seen each other since then. Um, Don't get to talk that much because he lives in the Philippines. He's been living there for years now. And um, I'm I'm grateful, man, for me and Kel's relationship. I'm grateful for him as a brother. We got to spend a couple days just kind of catching up, you know. And it's funny when you like, when you're talking to someone you haven't like, seen in so long or really kicked it with and me and Kel can kind of like pick off pick up right where we left off but nonetheless at the same time like we're both very different people we've grown a lot we've changed a lot through the years and that was real cool like to catch up to learn some things about him but to also like see and hear his responses to like who I am today right those are some of the things I think for me that I don't always think about you know what I mean like because you just live in life as you and you're not necessarily thinking about, like, all the change that's taking place. So um, shout out to Kel, man. Shout out to, to Kel and good friends. And, and um, it was really good to catch up, man. It was, it was like one of those, like, you know, life moments where you're like, man, thank God that I got to catch up and experience this with this person because this was really worthwhile. And um, I got a lot from it. And, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about transition today, mostly because – I like to talk about like what I'm actually living and that like this is one of those things that I'm I'm really still in transition. Um, But we're going to talk about the pros and cons of it, because I think there's transition is interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that everybody says they want change, you know, so like let's just imagine like if you are down and out, if you, you know, maybe you really want to live for God and you like, you know what? I've had enough of my old life. I'm ready to dedicate my life to Christ. I'm ready for some change, for some a better situation. We don't realize like that better situation still take work. You feel me? 
Like good stuff takes work. And I don't know if like just psychologically, even me, like I don't know if we think of it like that while we were experiencing it because we just look at good as better. And it's like, oh, if that's better than my current situation. Like, yo, that's easy. Let's do that. But that's not always the case. So I want to start off really. Um, let's see. Where do we start off with this? Let's start off with like the definition of transition. You feel me? So the definition of transition is, and you can't make this up. I didn't know this before I looked it up. I didn't know it was going to be worded like that, but it says the process. All right. So real quick time out for the people. If you a new listener, you got to go back to like episode one. We've been talking about the process since the beginning of this podcast and we like 170 something shows in. And um, even though this is episode 164, We've done a little, you know, we've done a whole bunch of extra, you know, episodes throughout the way. You got to go back, listen, start at episode one, you know, see and hear how I've changed through the years. It's like, this is year four. Like, we just we finished three years. So, yeah, this is like, I don't know how that worked. We in the fourth year of the podcast, I believe. Anyway, um, you don't care about that. But I'm happy to have you here as a new listener. But there's a lot that you're going to get now. You can listen now. But I want you to stop and go back and listen to the earlier stuff so you don't miss all the stuff. We do timeless content here for that reason. Um, we don't really do a whole bunch of current events and things like that. Maybe four or five of them over the course of the last three or four years. There's typically one thing that happens a year that's like, all right, I got to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's get back to it. Definition of transition. The process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. So the first thing that stands out to me is that transition isn't the destination. Like it's not where you're going, right? So if you went, if you live in Michigan and you, you know, move to Indiana, like Indiana itself isn't the transition. The transition is the process, everything that goes into going from Michigan to Indiana. You feel me? All right, so I want you to follow me on this because the reason this is important is because we often find our ourselves, I can talk, in, in times and situations in life where we won't change, right? We want change, W-A-N-T, not won't. Um, you got to follow me. Sometimes, I, you know, I'm, talk, I'm, I'm still, I'm from Eastside Seven Mile. I grew up. But now I'm a corporate businessman. So every now and then, like my voice, I go in in and out, y'all. You just got to rock with me. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, some of my listeners come from the hood. Some of my uh, listeners come from the business world. Look, I'm bringing y'all together. We're going to go in and out all the time. You listen to some episodes, I sound kind of ghetto. Some episodes, I sound real smart. And uh, not that you can't be ghetto and smart. You know what I'm saying? We we killing stereotypes on this show at the, at the same time. All right, what am I talking about right now? Let, just get back to the point, Jay. You got to stop doing that. All right, so... Here's the thing. This process, right, of transitioning, like this period of going from good to bad, the, the point I'm making is that a lot of times we find ourselves at points in life where we want to change. And that's a good thing. What happens when you first have that desire to change, desire comes with a lot of fire. You feel me? And the thing about fire is fire can fizzle out. So I want you to be aware that like, if you at the beginning of your process right now, because we all at different stages, like and all the listeners of this show, we like a big family and community of people who are just trying to go in that right direction. OK, 
Always remember, direction is more important than speed. It's more important that we are pointed in the same direction, in the right direction, than us moving so fast to get there, okay? So if you're that person, um, and even if you're not, you can relate to being at that point in life, that stage where you want change, where you have the desire to change. It's an amazing feeling. You feel like you can run through a wall, like you can fly, you feel great, right? But the thing is, again, desire comes with fire. So you have this fire in the beginning to do all of these things. And what we do before the transition starts is we have an idea of what transition is. But the thing is, on the front side of transition, we're only paying attention to the destination. And the thing is, the destination is an amazing place. So you're picturing this place that represents everything that you want. That's what we do when we imagine stuff. Like, you don't imagine the process. You don't imagine the transition. You imagine the destination. Ah, okay, let's use Florida. Because it don't make a lot of sense to move from Michigan to Indiana. It's kind of like the same place, duplicated. Michigan and Indiana is almost like copy and paste, all right? I used to go to Indiana a lot for work. It's like, oh, okay, this feel like Michigan. Um, I would say Michigan is better, but who am I to judge? You know, I love my Indiana listeners as well. So let's just say something like Florida, right? At least we know the weather is better. That makes more sense to go from Michigan to Florida. So what happens when we picture that destination of Florida, we picture the palm trees, we picture the sunshine, we picture, you know, the what, what you going to drink, a virgin strawberry daiquiri, some pineapple juice, whatever you drink, you know what I'm saying? We keep it clean, you know what I mean? Uh, I, ain't Look, man, y'all... Look, a virgin strawberry daiquiri go far. You know what I'm saying? That's a good drink. So what's my point? But we picture all the good that comes with the destination. And we somehow skip over the process that it takes to get there. So today we want to focus a little bit on that process. All right? Going from one place to another, that in the meantime, that that everything that it takes to go from, from A to B, that's the transition. Now, the reason that it's important for you to be thinking about the transition is because I actually want you to get to your destination. So here's what ends up happening for us. When you have unrealistic expectations, you have really disappointing outcomes. So what do I mean? Unrealistic expectation is it's going to be really easy to get to Florida. I'm going to Florida. The sun is going to shine. Florida, Florida, Florida. All right. Unrealistic expectation. What we want to do in focusing on the transition is make you aware of the realistic steps that it's going to take to get to Florida so that when you encounter them, you don't give up and you actually get to Florida. See, a lot of us, what we do is we dream ourselves to failure. We just dream up a bunch of things that we haven't vet through, don't have any real idea on how they're going to come to pass. But because we've dreamed so big in the beginning, we're operating purely off desire. Remember, desire sparks fire. So it's like in the beginning, you are just going off of fire. Like, um, I got the desire to go to this place. And then once you start the transition, the process, you enter the process, and in the process represents reality. You go in that process, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. I got to do what? A U-Haul cost how much? $2,000 for a U-Haul? Yeah, buddy. You're not moving five miles like you did last time, buddy. <laughs> okay? 
this this is gonna cost a lot of money here. So what am I saying? Like, and I don't know how much a U-Haul costs to go from Michigan to Florida, but it seems like it'll cost a lot. My point is just just follow me on the point. Don't try to go and calculate like he said it cost two thousand dollars. It's only six hundred dollars. He lied. Okay, well, forgive me, please. My point is when you enter the reality of that transition and that process. You're going to be encountered with some challenges that you are still going to have to overcome. See, a lot of times we look at the decision to change as the end of challenges and problems and things like that and growth. But no, that's not the case. It's just that now we're going to give our growth some purpose. All right. So what happens a lot of times is like we waste so much time doing doing the wrong stuff. That we don't and, and doing the wrong thing is tough. It's hard. It ain't easy, right? You know, you I'll give you an example. You you do the wrong thing, you just blow your money all the time, you got bad credit, and you live check to check. Okay, it that, that's not fun. We do it, but it's not fun. Well, I don't do it. You know, let me not falsely, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, you want to make it all we and us. I gotta be I gotta separate myself from that one. I don't do that. I used to do that though. So if you do that, no judgment, no problem. But you know, I can't claim that on you. You know, I can't. I can't take ownership of that one. My point is, like, the the reality of going from point A to point B is going to take some. All right, let's jump into the content. Okay, so this means that during elevation, you may still be challenged. Um, all right, we're gonna. I'm gonna talk about like five things. I'm gonna throw out some pros and cons, and I really want to leave it up to you because I think some of these can be pros and cons. So I'm not separating them as pros and cons. I'm just gonna call out these five things, and like you know, maybe some aspects of it is a pro, some is a con. Let's explore it together. First thing I want to call out: uncomfort. Okay, that's pretty simple. But transition is very uncomfortable. And again, I don't think we understand this when we're transitioning from, you know, bad to good. So when I think about when I started transitioning, what, you know, 10 years ago now from, you know, bad credit, living check to check. When I started making those transitions, it, there the, the reason that it was uncomfortable was because of sacrifice. So I'm used to just buying a pair of Jordans every time I got just enough money for a pair of Jordans. Well, what happens with uncomfort to go from not having money to having money? We, we literally did this, me and my wife, we went a couple years. We never bought new shoes. We never bought new clothes. Anybody that know me, is know, like I'm a guy, I like to be, you know, a little fly. Like I'm not a like super fly guy. I don't want to throw that, you know, expectation out there. And then you see me in Walmart and you know, looking like somebody grandfather. I don't want to throw that out there, but I do tend to, if I'm going somewhere, like to dress nice. I like, you know, fairly nice things. Let's call it that. Well, for a couple of years, it wasn't about fairly nice things for me. It wasn't about buying stuff. I had to build some discipline. That was very uncomfortable. You get what I'm saying? It might've been uncomfortable, you know, and I don't have an exact example. I'm just now hypothetically speaking about my own situation that I don't seem to fully remember. But I'm sure I had some uncomfortable moments where if I was going somewhere where maybe people were used to me having on the latest and the greatest shoes, but now I'm saving money. Well, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, Yes, I'm going from a bad place to a good place, but it's still challenging to do because it took sacrificing something. I, I promise you, I, this is something I think about often. 
The number one thing that stops people from moving forward in life right now is they are unwilling to make themselves uncomfortable and sacrifice some things so they can get better things. That's what holds people back. Because I've lived it, I know that, well, if I'm not willing to not have Jordans for a season or not have the latest and greatest clothing for a season, like, see, some of us have, we got two, our reputations are too great, right? Like I said, people might have known me for dressing a certain way. I had to put that aside. I had to. I could not try to live up to an old reputation when I'm trying to become a new me. We got to let the old thing, all things have passed away. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You know, we look at these Bible scriptures and we quote these things. And, I, you know, sometimes I'm sure God is looking at us like, stop quoting Bible scriptures like they are um, fortune cookie notes. Like, that's not what they are. This, this is real life. So when something, the difference between a Bible and a fortune cookie is that the Bible is the, the word of God. It's literal life. The fortune cookie is just something that somebody, you know, wrote up and thought of. Um, I don't know. And I don't know where they was at. You know what I mean? So, but what's my point? My point is that the word of God is living, breathing, and real. So when we read the Bible, we have to understand and try to understand and continue to study. Look, I don't understand everything, but I'm telling you the Bible is real. So when we talk about all things becoming new, that's a transition. That's a tra- that It's not easy to transition, but you can do it, all right? But you have to embrace the uncomfort. That's what I want to talk to you about in this first point. I'm just trying to get you to embrace discomfort, I think is the, the real word, not uncomfort. Embrace discomfort. Why? Because there's humility in it. There's God. It, God can speak to us when we put down the things that that were so important to us. It's like, oh, man, I used to like to wear this or I used to like to. I got to live up. No, nope. if I put that down, imagine, imagine laying that down at the cross before God. And say, I'm going to get this to you, God, because you want to take me somewhere greater. So I got to give up something good to get the great. Are you willing to be uncomfortable for a season to allow God to take you to a new place? That's something you have to answer for yourself. We all have to answer that for ourselves. But I'm telling you, man, transition, part of it is uncomfortable, discomfort, and it's about sacrifice. All right, so now let's go to the second thing. All right, here's the second, you know, you identified as a pro or con of transition. And that is you have to change. Now, what do I mean by this? I think a lot of us, again, when we're thinking about our destination, we're praying for our situation to change. But we are not necessarily praying for us to change. So it's like, hey, God, um, it would be really cool if you could bless me with a new job. Right. And. That sounds good because the new job is going to represent more money for you. And maybe you could take that money and you can, you know, save or invest or, you know, help someone out and, you know, give. Like, so there's a lot that can happen with new money and a new job. But what you might not have anticipated during the transition phase is that in order to get from your current job to your new job, it's going to take a new you. All right. 
look, again, I've lived this out several times. I'm living it out right now because um, I've been in a new job now about, uh, I'm probably eight weeks into this job, eight or nine weeks. And I can tell you it's different. It's different. So it requires a different version of me. And what that might mean is maybe you have to wake up a little earlier. Maybe you have to work a little later. Maybe uh, at your last job, you could just have an attitude all the time because you weren't dealing with people. And now you are the manager. And, um, you know, you used to be the person that people ask for the manager because you wasn't giving them good service. Now you are the manager that people call when they're not getting good service. You see the two different perspectives? Two completely different perspectives, man. When you are now in a position that you haven't been in before. And one thing I know, again, these are things that I've lived out too. When someone isn't in a position, they talk so big. Oh, I would never do that. Oh, this, 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 that. Oh, that's easy or whatever. Man, when you get in that position, when you carry in that responsibility, it's different. It's so different. I think of it as like fans at a basketball game, right? NBA game. We can watch, like, you know, I'm a LeBron fan, right? Let's, so let's use that example. I watched the Lakers this year. I'm like, my man, y'all are trash. Trash. They are horrible. So as a fan, I can go to a game. I went to a game this year. They played the Pistons. I can go to a game. Ah, oh, that's a horrible shot. Oh, good shot. Oh, you should have did this. Oh, you should have did that. Like, all right, fan mentality. You know what's crazy? What if they had blew the whistle? Like, hey, you, up there. Come in the game. I'd have been like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. What you mean? Get in the game? What you mean? Oh, I got to do the stuff that I was talking about? No, 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 no. I can't do that. No, 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 no. And that's how we are sometimes. Sometimes we are just fans of greatness, but we don't want to be great because greatness will require you to change. Oh, yeah, Jermaine, you was talking about them. Now you got to come down here and get in enough shape to run up and down the basketball court for the next three hours, jumping and shooting and running and getting bumped into, right? All right, cool. I used to be a hooper when I was younger, but I'm not going to lie to you and act like I'm a hooper right now. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? And definitely not on no professional level. I get out there and probably can't make a layup because now 20,000 people watching me at work. Could you imagine if you had fans at your job? Look at you. But grabbing the burger to hand it out the window. Boo, boo, that's horrible, Jack. Boo, you ain't holding the bag right. Woo. Man, we'll lose our mind. <laughs> if they had fans at my job, I'd be messed up. But my point is this you have to change. So, again, it's easier to point the finger and talk about something. But what happens when? In order to qualify for the thing that you're asking God for, he asks you to change. Are you willing to change? Are you willing to make improvements to yourself to get to a better place? I'm telling you, it's not as easy as it sounds. Some of us think, oh, if you pay me this amount of money, I could do that. If this or that, no, 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 no. Get in that situation and see how tough it is. You know, again, like right now at work, I manage a $100 million um, account, and that is like, you know, it's different. Hey, I've managed a $30,000 account before, a $100,000 account. Listen, when, you run, when you're managing a, hundred, a $100 million account, there, like, there's a level of importance, I guess, to 
the things that you're responsible for, they don't just impact you. They impact so many people, right? I get emails from people all across the country because if I didn't do something or set up something at the headquarter level correctly, then now at the field level, they can't do their job. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe my last job, which not necessarily my case because my last job I was leading a team nationally, but there was a couple jobs ago where I was only responsible for me. So it was only about how did how good I did something only impacted me. But then you're like, hey, I want more job. I want more money. I want this. I want that. Right. I'm a fan. And then when you have to do it and it requires it's like, oh, well, cool. Well, if you're going to if you're going to make this, then we need like, yeah, you got to you got to get better. Like, first of all, just to qualify, we need a better version of you. Right. And, and this is a conversation. I'm sharing all these things because I really want to help you. I really want to help you in your transition. I want to encourage you to do it, to go through the transition. But I also want to be real with you about what transition is going to require. Now, this is a conversation I have very often because um, the reality of it is this is a tough thing about um, about growth and things sometimes because some aspects of growth can be lonely, right? So imagine, again, using a professional basketball thing. I'll, I'll talk about Kale a little bit. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening, Kale, I don't know if you're listening or not, brother, but uh, I ain't going to put none of your business out there. Don't worry about it. Don't get nervous. But Kale is a professional basketball player in the Philippines. You know, you know, we talk about some, you know, he shares some things with me about what that looks like and how that feels and some of the challenges with that, right? Look, that... That's a responsibility I've never had. So imagine if Kel is telling me about some of the challenges of being a pro athlete and then I'm minimizing them and make, man, whatever, dude, like da, 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 da. It's like, well, Jay, you've never been a pro athlete before. You, you haven't, bro. You, you did good on the YMCA league. You were fairly decent on JV, junior varsity in high school. But, but you've never had the responsibility or to see these challenges, you know, for yourself. So in those situations, I listen, I learn, I take notes and, you know, I provide general feedback based on, you know, uh, things that I do know or any wisdom I do have. But what I don't try to do is act like I can 100 percent relate to that challenge if I never experienced it. The reason I'm saying this is because there are times that, you know, let's say again. If you are a person that, you know, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, right? But I'm going to just say it. You know, I've had different jobs. And again, there, there are times that you might, you might grow to another level, but maybe you still know somebody else or whatever. And you have some people that, just like I am with Kel, they want to talk to you because they want to learn, they want to glean, they want to understand new experiences. And then sometimes, you know what I'm saying, you have people who are not at that level never tasted that level, but they're trying to tell you how you should be, or they're trying to teach something that they don't know. That's the best way I could say that respectfully. And it's always interesting to me because I'm like, yeah, well, I get it. You know, when I was, you know, talking about me, literally, I've worked at McDonald's twice in my life. When I had the responsibility of handing people their burger out the drive through window, I mean, that was fairly easy. Hand them the burger, then I clock out, and I'm done. All right, work is nothing. Well, if I want to 
be the district manager of that McDonald's, then it's going to require a little more responsibility. So if the now new window drive through window person is trying to tell me, uh, you doing too much or da da da, it's like, Hey buddy, I'm a general manager. I'm responsible for 10 stores now, not just this one. See our level of responsibility sometimes dictates our level of commitment. That's what I'm really trying to say. And that's what might have to change. Um, look, warning symbol, caution sign, check engine light is on. You might have to change to get to the next level. And I'm going to go even further and say you're probably going to have to change in order to get to the next level. And that is a rude awakening for some people because some people think they can have a drive through window mentality and become a district manager. And I'm just here to tell you that that's not how life works. That's not reality. All right, let's move on. All right, the number three thing about, you know, um, you know, we're talking about the pros and cons of the transition process, right? Remember, transition is not the destination. So if you're like, hey, I'm about to transition to Florida. Yeah, okay, well, Florida to Florida sounds like the transition, but really the transition is everything it takes to go from Florida, from where you are to Florida. All right, let's keep it moving. Now we're talking about number three, man. Now you have to do what you said. All right, we got it on the intro song, right? If, you, if you're if not paying attention to the intro, what's wrong with you? First of all, the song is entitled Be Inspired by yours truly, an artist, Christian rap artist. You know what I'm saying? has about 70 songs out there that you can listen to by the name of J. Will Music. J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. All one word. You can Google J. Will Music to find my music online. You can even search J. Will Music on Instagram. You know how y'all do the stories and you add music to the background? Type in J. Will Music and um, share some of my songs to your stories. People do that, and I think it's cool. All right. And that song, you know, which is the now the theme song for this show, and it's from a project entitled The Inspiration, that song says, stop saying what you're going to do till you do what you said. All right? And transition requires you when you enter transition, because remember, transition is the point of the process where you've already decided to move forward. It ain't the decision, the desire and all that was in the beginning, all the fire. Transition is actually the process. That means you've already, you ever like said you was going to do something and now you knee deep in it and you like, oh snap, wait a minute. I just, ooh, wait, we here now? We doing this? Okay. That is the point where now you got to do what you said. So you go from being uncomfortable, realizing that you have to change, but then now you have to be accountable and do what you said. Remember, at that desire stage, oh, I'm going to Florida. It's going to be this, this, this. And some people, ah, man, I don't want to step on no toes, but I kind of do because I'm here to challenge you, right? Some people are always talking about what they going to do. Yeah, I do this. If I had a car, I do this, da, da, da. If I made this much money, I do this. If I lived over here, I do this. It's always, I'm, I'm just being real with y'all. I never fully like believe somebody who's always talking about what they gonna do. Tell me what you did and what you're doing, right? It's cool to talk about what you're gonna do, but I know some people, they always about to do something. It's like, it's like sometimes like, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that, but it it just it's challenging to me when it's always it's going to happen, but it'll never happen. We're when do I come up to you and you're doing right? So this idea of now you have to do 
what you said, right? You have to do it. You said if you moved to Florida, you were going to start a podcast. Jermaine, you said if you invested in, in A, B, and C and, you know, got a new studio, if you invested in this, you said you were going to do YouTube videos. Now, oh, wow, ooh, I guess I got to do it. I've invested that. I've done this. We moved. Okay, wow, all right. Now I have to do it. So, again, talking to myself, now y'all are going to start seeing some YouTube videos from me, um, hopefully by next week when I get a couple more things straight in the new space. But my point is I'm doing all this work in this transition period to prepare for the destination, in this case of YouTube videos and creating more video content um, to a company and even some video podcasts. Like, but, you know, it's like, ah, that you get a little nervous when it's time to do it. When it's time to cash the check, I can talk. All right. So that's just the reality of transition. Transition is about accountability. So we have to hold ourselves accountable. I have to do YouTube videos now, y'all. Y'all don't realize. I've made all these steps. I've made investments. I've changed things around. I got all kind of new stuff, new studio, new this. And now it's like, ooh, I have to cash the check. That's not easy. Transition, man. But we got to do it. All right, what's the fourth thing I want to talk about on transition? We almost done. Oh, man. Realigning your life based on the new things. All right, so, you know, transition doesn't necessarily stop when you get to the destination. Transition is not the destination, but it also doesn't stop when you get to the destination. So as an example, you know, I've been telling y'all about this new studio space, which y'all going to be seeing because that's the whole point we're doing um, YouTube videos and things like that. So I had to, you know, just create a whole new vision, new space, new everything, new place. Um, but even though I'm here in the new studio, I'm still transitioning. You know what I mean? We got like, um, whatever, I ain't going to talk about everything we got, you know what I mean? But my point is just that there is like you get here, then you got to get in the new space. Then you got to like, okay, you got to design a new space. You got to make some changes. You got to, it's like you're still transitioning even when you get to the new. And I think what a lot of us don't realize is that, for instance, we, and, and, and think, we're talking about going from bad to good. So everything we're talking about is transitioning to somewhere better. But it's like, oh, you moved to Florida. Oh, but now you got to go to the post office and change your address. And now you got to change your address at your job and your credit card. And remember, I did a podcast not too long ago that sparked a lot of the newness and the new things that I'm doing as well. Um, along with some feedback from the podcast itself, God is building something new. I'm telling you all that might be one of the best episodes we ever have done on this show. You should definitely listen to that if you haven't. It's uh, like one episode, 153 maybe or something like that. Just go look at the past few episodes. Google it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you listen to this podcast. It's everywhere, people. All right. What is my point? You know, when new comes with more new, but some of that new is responsibility. And I'm telling you, man, when you start talking about realigning your life based on the newness, that means you have to now embrace responsibility. And realigning, because you're already uncomfortable, right? Realigning is really the process on the back end of transition where now you're trying to create the new comfort. Because you do want to be comfort. You don't want to be in a comfort zone in life, but you do want to be comfortable. Meaning, okay, I want, in this studio, 
everything isn't as turnkey. Like in my last studio, I knew where everything was at. I got comfortable. I was in it a couple years. I can go in there, push a couple buttons. Now the buttons in new places. We got maybe some new equipment or, you know, it's just all this newness and newness looks better. It feels better. It's all these good things, but newness is a responsibility. And I really hope you can grasp that. Like the new area that God will take you to will also come with new responsibilities. Because some of us just want to play ourselves our way through life. We just want to play. Look, man, this podcast and this content that we create and share here about faith and business, this ain't gossip. You know, this ain't about um, your po- political beliefs and uh, arguing about a bunch of things that don't always even directly change your life, even though they do matter. I'm not, let's not, see, I don't even want to talk to y'all about politics. But what, I, what I'm saying is some of us want to play ourselves through life because it's easy it would be easy for me to start arguing about, you know, a bunch of things. Just get on Instagram, Facebook, just start arguing. Make a video. I'm protesting this. I'm doing that. That's not that hard. That that don't that that's not that hard. It's not that challenging. It's trendy. It's the thing to do. A lot of people will like it. You know, all those type of things. But you know what's challenging is when you are managing your own responsibilities and you get to a new space, a new area in life, a new job. And you realize, ah, okay, all right, all right, this is a new responsibility. Haven't been responsible for this one in the past. Uh, Maybe I got to wake up a little earlier, stay up a little later, uh, make a few more phone calls. Like that, that responsible, I can talk, I can talk. That responsibility factor, man, like some people just want to play. They want to play. Like everything is a game. Everything is, uh, you know, again, a lot of this is about, challenging us all starting with me to grow up and when I say that you might think hey I'm a distinguished um you know very responsible listen we all got some areas we can grow in I do for sure I got some areas I can grow in for sure always and that's why I love talking about a process and not focusing so much on the destination because even when you get to where God is taking you it's going to require new growth it's going to require a new mindset God is not going to take you to a new place and ask you to and, and allow you to keep the same mindset. We cannot take an old mindset into the new place where God has taken us. And I'm telling you, it might be challenging. Maybe instead of listening to um, a bunch of gossip content or watching the real whoever of wherever all day on TV, maybe now you got to listen to an audiobook. Maybe you got to read the Bible. Maybe you have to study something like you need to have self-development. Oh, I get it. Maybe you should sub- subscribe to the podcast where the guy can't talk. I can't talk. Subscribe to Inspire God's People. Go back and listen to some episodes, whether you heard them before or not, especially if you haven't, because this is about developing you to become ready for the new place that God is going to take you. Like I'm telling you, man. Like that old mentality, all that old stuff, and you, it's some people, they've been stuck, stuck in park in a know-it-all. It don't make no sense to be like that. Listen, man, let that go. Let that go and let, let yourself grow. You don't have to be a know-it-all. You don't, like, no, you don't have to argue with people about everything. Sometimes I'm just, I'm being honest with y'all, sometimes I just go in the bunker. Like these last three or four weeks, whenever I go away for for any amount of time, it's like I'm focused on me, my life, my growth, my family, my wife, 
like my environment. I like I need to grow. So sometimes I go, I block everything and everybody out. I don't have no time to argue. Hey, God bless you. You disagree. Love you. Uh, praying for you. All that, like sometimes I don't have time for that because I need to grow. All right. Last but not least, um, this is one of my favorite things in the world. Y'all have heard me talk about it before. And that is the hope of the unknown. Now, faith is another way to look at this. But the hope of the unknown is about allowing yourself to get to a place where you are living out a blank canvas and allowing God to paint. You're not sure yet what the picture is going to be. Not 100% sure exactly how every aspect is going to turn out. But the hope of the unknown. Again, I just try to be specific and share things for me. You know, starting a new journey. Now that we're a few years into a podcast, we got people, you guys listening in multiple countries, um, you know, 20-something countries a month all over the world, um, all across the U.S., multiple states. Now it's about, all right, need to create and grow my content, do the videos, um, put out the playbook. There's a lot that I want to do, right? I don't know what it all looks like. I don't have it all figured out. But God has put me in enough of, of a position to have everything I need to start, okay? To start my process, to start my transition from being an audio-only podcast to now going to video content, right? Well, I don't. what else is that going to lead to? Like, there are so many more layers to this that I want to build with, you know, developing um, faith in business content. But I got to take this step. I have to embrace the hope of the unknown. So many times we allow ourselves to be afraid of what we don't know. But with Christ and with faith, when you going through this transition that you're, you know, that God will take you from a bad place to a good place, when you decide I'm ready to follow all that God has for me in my purpose and in my life, listen, there's going to be some things you don't know. But with Christ, you can have hope in that unknown. Again, so many times we are taught to be fearful of what we don't know. I want to challenge you to be hopeful for what, of what you don't know. You know, believe it or not, six weeks ago, just six weeks ago, I had no idea that I would be talking you, to you from a new studio space. No idea. I started with one thing. I started with one step of the process. And then it opened the door for the next. And the crazy thing is how I'm talking now is actually how I was talking when it was happening. Because I wasn't really sure where it was going to end up. But the blessing in it is I knew that the transition was good. I was already blessed. God was, God was already blessing me. And so that's the dynamic I want you to think about. Today we're talking about like transitioning from bad to good, from good to better from better to great. Like, that transition is good for you. We've already determined that. You already know that it's better to get where you're going. It's better to go into the direction that you're going. Now you just got to have faith in God about how you get there. Faith without works is dead, though. That's something I believe in my soul. I don't just believe it because I believe it. I believe it because the Bible says it. Faith without works is dead. 
I mean, it's not alive. It, it doesn't move. Like, faith without works. That means that with all of this faith we got, we got to put some work behind it. And the work happens in the transition. The transition is where you handle your responsibilities. It's where you change your address. You know, it's where you... Um, you know, fill out all of your new paperwork and like it, it's a lot, man. I mean, it's a lot. You, you you know, people, you know, I talk to people sometimes and say they want to buy their first house or something like that. Look, buying your first house is an amazing thing, but it's a lot of work. And you realize when you buying properties and stuff, if you taking out a loan, those banks, those mortgage companies, they gonna scrub your bank account like you got an account over a certain period of time for where every dollar came in and left. If they see $500 get deposited cash and they don't know where it's from, they're going to ask you where that come from. And so things like that, that's where the responsibility starts. We have to get to a place where we embrace the responsibilities. I can talk as much as we embrace the destination. The whole point of today was to challenge you, but to also encourage you and inspire you that yes, God has greater for us. There's so much opportunity out here in the world for us to go after um, in the time that we're living in. As dark as the times we're living in, you know, I always look at the contrast and the balance of it. We're living in very dark times. There's some very challenging things happening in this world daily. But we also live in the most opportunistic time in history, in my opinion. And there are so many opportunities, especially, you know, this is why even like as a black person, you don't hear me spending too much time like complaining about stuff because... Listen, I know that this is the most opportunity that, like, somebody in my family, this is the most opportunity. I'm, I'm living in pure opportunity compared to, you know, people who came before me. So I don't have time to complain. I need to be in my process. Like, like all that complaining ain't doing that. We, sometimes we complain. Some people complain the whole last two years and still in the same situation they were in before. And I don't say that disrespectfully. I'm just saying that to be real. Like, you spend all that time complaining and you didn't get nowhere, then that's something you got to take responsibility for. Can't blame nobody else. We were, If you would have been listening to this show, though, we talked about it. Don't leave the pandemic empty-handed, right? Take your own advice. These are things, if you listen back, we already said these things. We're not going to go into them now. But my point is, I'm challenging you to grow. So, how bad do you want to get to the destination? How bad do you want better? How bad do you want great? All the stuff you saying, all the big talking you talking, are you willing to do it? When the responsibilities and the challenges, and guess what? There will be challenges sometimes. Sometimes, you know, I'll give an example. You know, you can, I've done a, a lot of business deals. And, you know, right now the supply chain issues are causing all type of problems. So, you might strike a, a, a nice multi-million dollar opportunity business deal um, just to find out that some material that comes from some country that's impacted um, and the, you know, the materials are all at the port. So this deal that you started that was supposed to start June 1st and it was going to be worth this, maybe now the, the, the materials can't come in until September. Now that's money loss, right? Still a good destination. The deal still got done. But even when good things happen, there you have to be responsible. It's important for us, if we want to be businessmen and women, we want to be entrepreneurs, cor corporate leaders, uh, biblical ministry leaders in the church. If we want to grow, we want our situation to grow, we got to also grow our own thinking. 
grow the way we view ourselves. Look, you might not be able to sleep all day with the responsibilities you got now. Like, again, some of us, we go through life and it's all about us. It's just, hey, whatever I feel like doing when I feel like doing it. And then sometimes when we, we want more, we say we want more. But then when we got to live in the reality of that responsibility, we don't want to carry it. But wait a minute. You was talking big stuff about the person who was carrying it that you, you know, again, just be careful talking about things you never carried yourself. I think that's about it. I think that's that's a pretty good podcast right there. Wouldn't you say like I feel really good about what we talked about today. This transition. Look, man, share this um, podcast with some people for sure. If you're on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Audible or Amazon Podcasts, wherever you listen at, man, just do me a favor and um, leave a rating for however you feel about the show. If you feel good about the show, leave something good. If you hate the show, just be quiet. Don't leave nothing at all. But by all means, leave something. So, you know, take that advice however you will. I said don't leave nothing. If you got something bad to say, that means say something good. Um, but show some love and then share the podcast with people. Follow us on Instagram at Inspire Guys People. Again, we're about to start creating a lot more video content. Um, Lord willing, uh, got to get some camera set up. It's a lot I got to do. We still transitioning in the transition, but um, we're going to do it. Right. And that's what it's all about. What what I say, recap all these pros and cons of um, transitioning. What was the the first one was it's uncomfortable. The second one was you have to change, not just your situation. The second one is not uh, the third one is now you have to do what you said. Stop saying what you're going to do till you do what you said. The fourth one was realigning life based on the newness. That's not always easy, even though new is good. And then five, the hope of the unknown, man. Let's embrace what we don't know because we are trusting God the Father to lead us on this path as we follow Christ. You know what I'm saying? Not our own ways, not our own selfish ambition. We're following our, following our purpose that God has given us because we are God's people. Listen, man, hit me up, JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought of the show. Also, always read the description of the show, man. You can find my music, other links, easy. Just click them right there. Read the description of the show. And, you know, tell me what you think, man. Jermaine Wilson, music at gmail.com. That's J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E-W-I-L-S-O-N-M-U-S-I-C at gmail.com. Be inspired. I can see beyond the tears you cry and the pain you feel. I saw every hill you had to climb just to make it here. When you say you ain't afraid to die, is it fake to fear? Is it safe to say you lied? You can be real with me. When you blame the haters, God made you. God made you. You're the reason you ain't made it. You're the reason you ain't made it. Take your focus off the fame. See the purpose that He gave you. Create to lift His name. That's how we go from down and out to made new I can see the newer you, the safe soul It's deeper than the dollars and the pesos The devil is still on attack, you gotta be quicker than that Store the treasure in heaven, you can't be richer than that I mean, how you gonna be richer than that?